Please refrain from posting online and social media reviews of your experience as these may be considered testimonials and are subject to regulations under the Securities and Exchange Commission SEC and are not allowed by Gradient Advisors LLC. Clicking like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Advisors LLC and or their affiliated investment advisor representatives. This is Financial Focus with Jeffrey Bird from Financial Concepts. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jeffrey provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Financial Focus with Jeffrey Bird. Hello and welcome back to Financial Focus. My name is Jeffrey Bird from Financial Concepts Wealth Management. If you would like more information about what you hear during the show today, please give us a call at 702-346-1335 or visit us online at www.financialconceptsmesquite.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. During the show today, we're going to discuss some commonly held notions about money and then break down whether they're true or false. We'll also spend some time analyzing eight common obstacles to retirement. An AARP article, Seven Money Adages That Don't Always Ring True, offers up some excellent information in a really fun way. Here's the article's first adage. It's always better to buy than rent. And the answer is, it depends. While the conventional wisdom has long declared that buying your home or automobile outright rather than renting or financing is the way to go, the reality is that it isn't always that simple. The article notes that while many financial services professionals do agree that it's better to buy than it is to rent or finance, the best step for you will often come down to your time horizon. For example, buying comes with plenty of responsibility. When it comes to your home, you have insurance, taxes, upkeep costs, and plenty of other things that renters aren't on the hook for. As with your housing, there's really no right or wrong answer for your set of wheels. Many people buy something and then drive it until it starts falling apart. Others lease for a couple of years, pay close attention to yearly mileage, and then return that vehicle and lease something new. If you own a business and you deduct your lease expenses, that strategy may make a lot of sense. But if you drive a lot, whether it's to work or to the zoo or your daughter's soccer practice, the conservative mileage limits that often come with leases may make that a less desirable option. How about this one adage? You need to have money to make money. I've also heard it phrased as, you need to spend money to make money. But no matter what version you prefer, that adage is false, in large part because of the influence of social media as well as the rise of the gig economy jobs and consulting, you may not need a ton of extra money sitting around to make more money. The article points to social media influencers as an example. Some of these folks have used a camera, a microphone, and platforms like YouTube and TikTok to make nice sums of money. And to make it even better, 
these accounts require little in overhead other than your time and expertise. The article also reminds me of a tool called Eight Obstacles to Retirement, which I use with my clients. It lists obstacle number one as income. For many, Social Security is a key part of a retirement strategy. But in many cases, Social Security isn't going to be enough to allow you to maintain the lifestyle you've grown accustomed to. Also remember that Social Security tends to replace a fairly small amount of a person's previous income. The eight obstacles to retirement material that I share with my clients explains that Social Security will typically replace a mere 38% of your previous earnings if you work a full career and retire at age 65. That means it's important to work with a financial services professional to craft a strategy that handles all your monthly bills. It comes down to one simple question. Do you have a strategy that addresses the other 62% of income that you're likely to need? The next adage from the AARP article is to pay yourself first and then forget it. The answer to this one is also, it depends. With saving money in mind, the idea with this one is that every time you get paid, you automatically route a predetermined amount of money to a savings account. After that, your remaining money can be used for bills and spending. By making your savings automatic, you don't have to remember to do it yourself. While the saving part is good, the forgetting part isn't as good because it may mean you forget to increase the percentage you're saving when your income rises. Furthermore, when you receive a bonus or a cash gift, that money may end up in your debt account rather than your savings account. Automated sum savings is great, just to be sure you aren't forgetting to review your finances and strategy often. The article's next adage is your stock allocation should be 100 minus your age. The answer to this one is, once again, it depends. With this financial adage, you take 100 minus your age to decide your stock allocation with everything else dedicated to bonds. As the article explains, this strategy can give you a general idea of how you may want to invest, but it's definitely not a definitive rule for everyone, especially younger folks. The article provides the following example. Let's say you're 50 and have 15 years of paychecks left before you retire. If you followed the 100 minus your age rule, you'd only be investing 50% in stocks which have the potential to provide a better return over time and that hurts your earning potential. The article concludes by noting that some financial experts think you should be more aggressive when you're a younger worker and less aggressive when you're an older worker. Let me add something important here. Investing can be complex and come with numerous rules regulations, and nuances, many of which we simply don't have the time to get into during a 30-minute show. If investing is part of your strategy, I can't emphasize enough how important it is to work closely with a financial services professional. Here's a fun one. Red cars are more expensive to insure, true or false? It's actually false. While zooming around in a red sports car may draw the attention of the highway patrol, especially if you have a lead foot, your insurance company doesn't care what color it is. 
Auto insurance premiums are determined by your vehicle's make, model, body type, engine size, and the vehicle's age. But it's true that the older you are, the more auto insurance is going to cost you, right? Once again, the answer is it depends. It's true that your rates will probably be higher once you hit about age 75, but when you're in your 50s and 60s, you may enjoy some of the best rate savings of your entire lifetime, according to Progressive Insurance. Why? Because experience matters. In many states, older drivers may qualify for various driver discounts. Folks in this demographic can also enroll in state-approved safe driving courses like those offered by AERP, AAA, and the National Safety Council. If you pass one of these courses, it's often good for roughly 10% off your liability insurance premium. Here's the article's final true and false question. It's better to be in a lower tax bracket than a higher one. This one is also false. Moving into a higher tax bracket should be viewed as a positive, even though many people who do so are fearful that it means they'll be bringing in less income. But remember that you're only taxed at a higher rate on the portion of your new income, so your take-home pay actually goes up. Which means that yes, moving to a higher tax bracket means you'll be paying more, but it also means you're making more. Taxes are often top of mind for people who are getting close to retirement. But while many retirees will still pay taxes during their post-working years, just how much they'll pay comes down to strategy. As the eight obstacles to retirement material that I share with my clients explains, the IRS doesn't stop knocking on your door just because you're retired. But the good news is there are ways you may be able to minimize how much you pay. You and your financial services professional, along with a tax professional, may be able to craft a strategy that accurately places you in a tax bracket that significantly shrinks your tax burden, no matter what your income level. If you enjoyed the show today, please visit www.financialconceptsmesquite.com and click on my radio page. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And finally, if you would like more information on what we discussed today, please give us a call at 702-346-1335. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Be safe and God bless. Thank you for listening to Financial Focus. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Jeffrey Bird at Financial Concepts. Call 702-346-1335 or visit them online at financialconceptsmesquite.com. Jeffrey Burr and Ronald Bird offer investment advisory services through Gradient Advisors, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 877-885-0508, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Gradient Advisors, LLC, and its advisors do not render tax, legal, or accounting advice. Financial Concepts, Inc. is not a registered investment advisor and is independent of Gradient Advisors, LLC insurance products and services offered through Jeffrey Bird and Ronald Bird, independent agents. Financial Concepts, Inc., Jeffrey Bird and Ronald Bird and Gradient Advisors, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the 
the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.